Welcome to Needy and Normal. I'm your host, Ashley Levering, mom, wife, and life coach. After hours and hours of coaching and learning from my own life, one thing is clear. Meeting your own needs is essential for a better life. Here, we'll talk about your needs and not only learn to accept them, but also tend to them without guilt. Let's get needy. Welcome to episode number one of Needy and Normal. I am jazzed. <laughs> I'm, I am. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited to get to do this. It feels like a privilege and a dream, and it just matters so much to me to be able to do this. So this episode is going to be very focused on introducing myself and telling you not only a little bit about who I am and what I do, but also why this podcast is happening, why it's important, and to uh, to be honest, why you need it. <laughs> we all do. It is called needy and normal because we all have needs and that is normal. I know, so obvious. It's just that simple. And even though it sounds simple, I know tending to our own needs is not always easy. I'm a life coach. I've been a life coach uh, professionally with my own business since 2020. I feel like I've been studying every single client and for a long time. It wasn't on purpose, but eventually I would come down to the same conclusion that there was always some need that wasn't getting the attention that it deserved or while someone was moving through a difficult time in their life, there was a need that they especially had to tune into to get through it better. So I really focused my business as a life coach more on transitions and moving through a transition with more grace, honestly, and by tending to your needs in the process because it truly just makes things better. I've also proven this in my own personal life. So let me back up just a little bit. My name is Ashley Levering. Hi, nice to meet you. I would love to know who you are too. So when you have a chance, send me a message. You can find me on Instagram at ABL Life Coaching. But I digress. I'm Ashley and I have two kids. I'm married. I've been married since 2012. My husband and I have been together since 2004. So as I'm recording this, it is early 2024 and we will be celebrating 12 years this fall. My husband, I need to mention, is a sports broadcaster. So we have a kind of unique life He is the broadcaster for the Milwaukee Brewers, Jeff Levering. I'm so proud of him. Uh, It's been really cool watching the person I love, my partner in life, not only chase his dreams, but totally achieve them and more. He also broadcasts in the college arena in basketball and football when baseball season um, starts coming to an end. So he's pretty busy all year. And one of my reasons, one of my biggest pushes into becoming a life coach is very much because of 
what our life has taught me. When we first were dating, oh my gosh. Okay, I'm going way back. When we were first dating, and it was in 2004 uh, to, into 2005, I was a freshman in, in college and he was a senior. So he was going to be finishing his college career and starting his grown-up life. And I was really just getting started. So there was a lot, a lot of challenges right off the bat with me being just so young and, and needing to grow up and move through life. And he was ready to embark on his adulthood. So that was one of our first challenges is trying to figure out how to date when he he was primed and ready for the real, real world and I was nowhere near ready. <laughs> so we went through a lot, you know, three years of college for me while he was three years into his career. It, it was, uh, I think, a year later. He graduated in 05, 06, 07. That summer, he finally got his first uh, minor league baseball broadcasting job. And so since then, we've just, uh, you know, I've been on this wild journey. And it's taught me so much about facing change and growing and learning about myself and understanding my relationship and um, and our partnership. So I'll bring you through it chronologically just a little bit because so much, like I said, of the reasons behind me not only becoming a coach, but why transition coaching um, has become the biggest focus. It is so related to my personal world. It means a lot to me. And it's it's hard. <laughs> it's really hard. And I think now, you know, back then, and I'll tell you more about how this kind of progressed, but if I could have had a me, if I could have had a life coach who had been through a lot of stuff and had this personal understanding about facing change and moving through it, plus a certification and training to help others do it too, oh my gosh, I would have hired that person in a heartbeat. But back then, I still had a lot to learn. And so... Okay, here we are in California. This is where we where we lived. Uh, went to college at Chapman University. If anyone's listening who under who understands the world of, of Orange County, <laughs> anyone who may have gone to Chapman, hey. So we go to Chapman University together for one year. He graduates, moves off to LA, basically gets his first job. I graduated college in 08 and moved to the beach pretty quickly. So Jeff and I were still just dating, but we'd been together at that point for a while. And he gets his first job uh, outside of California in Springfield, Missouri, doing uh, broadcasting for the Springfield Cardinals, the double A for the Cardinals at the time. And he, I remember very clearly sitting in my beach house, just enjoying life, my first job out of college uh, in real estate. <laughs> so I've had lots of jobs. 
Uh, and he, he calls me up and says, well, I got an offer. Would you like to move to Missouri with me? <laughs> I remember I'm young, right? I'm, tw- I'm 23, 24 at the time, maybe 23. And I think, well, okay, well, I'm very much in love with this person and we pretty much planned on being together. So, okay, let's do it. And I, I knew a while later, but obviously I can tell this now when I said yes to Jeff, yes, I'll move with you to Missouri as your girlfriend and be supportive of you and find a job and do all the things and create a new life. Uh, when I said yes to that, he basically knew right then and there he was going to be asking me to marry him. So six months later, we get engaged. I found an amazing job uh, in the nonprofit world. I had a couple different jobs when I was in Springfield. So once upon a time, I was a fundraiser event planner and I did love that, but he was busy with baseball. I was busy with events. It worked. Not so easy when kids entered the picture. So we spent three seasons, three years in Springfield. We made amazing friends. We really, really loved it there. And Jeff was a dreamer and an achiever. And it was just so exciting when uh, he got the call to move on, to move up into AAA. So if you're not super knowledgeable on baseball, baseball, which I totally wasn't, I, <laughs> I had to learn a lot being in this life. So there's there's rookie ball and independent leagues, and then there's single A, double A, triple A, and then the big leagues. And I love telling people about Jeff's career path because he basically went all the way up, including playing baseball in college. Um, They were division champs, World Series. They just got inducted into the Chapman Hall of Fame. It's pretty cool. But we we were married. We got married in 2012. He gets the call pretty much right after we got married. And he went off to Pawtucket, Rhode Island for his AAA job. That's the affiliate with the Boston Red Sox. And I was still very much in my event season with the National MS Society. That's who I was with at the time. And I stayed back. So guys, we went seven months long distance in a marriage right off the bat, right in the beginning of being married. So he flies away. I finish up our life in Springfield and I essentially moved by myself, backed up our entire apartment and we had a dog. Her name was Katie. She was a cute puggle. And we moved out to Massachusetts. We lived in Mansfield. It was kind of halfway between the ballpark and I was fortunate enough to get a job at the MS Society chapter out there, um, which, you know, where we lived was halfway between. We figured it out, right? So at that point, we we had really only been married about a year, and that um, that fall, that following fall, two thousand well, two thousand fourteen, we had our first son, our first child, our only son, Brock, and things got harder. <laughs> Not gonna lie, but also things got very exciting. So. Here's where the transition passion really begins. I mean, I was I was born in New York, grew up partly in Northern California, 
partly in Texas, moved to California. While I was in college, I lived in London. I lived on a a cruise ship, if you've ever heard of Semester at Sea. Uh, And then, of course, moving to the beach after college, moving to Springfield. Now we're in Massachusetts and we're married and we're having our first baby. So I wasn't uncomfortable or shy or inexperienced with change and relocating and starting over. And all of that wasn't new to me. But being a mom, whoa, (laughs) that was new. So I... I go on maternity leave, and over Christmas, Jeff gets the call from the Milwaukee Brewers, right? And his big goal, and granted, he's like 31 years old. He's so young. I'm so, like, we're so excited. It's so crazy and awesome and wild, and he gets the call. Milwaukee Brewers offer him a job. So with our three-month-old baby, we fly to... Wisconsin, but I had never stepped foot in Wisconsin before. That was very new for me. And over one weekend, we looked at 24 houses. You know, we finally had our opportunity to buy something. It was, you know, it's a lot cheaper in the Midwest than it is in California and uh, and back east, too. So we, you know, we made it happen, but it was crazy. Brock was three months old. We're going through all these houses. And finally, I think partly exhaustion from looking at all the homes and partly because it checked enough boxes. We picked a house that we're still in today and we absolutely love. We got lucky. Uh, And it was like rapid fire. All of a sudden we were moving with a brand new baby and I quit my job and I had every intention on getting another job, hopefully in the same arena I was going to try and work for the MS Society and it was so interesting how quickly things changed. We move into this house, we have this baby, Jeff starts his big new job and it started to be less and less of a priority for me to get back out into the working world as a full-time career woman. I was really focused on being a mom and I thought I had to be and it was it was a lot all at once. I tell my clients that that moment in life when a lot is happening all at once, I call that the push, right? When there's a lot of changes at once. For me, it was moving, becoming a new mom, um, and giving up my career, honestly, and not having family or friends nearby. It was a lot of change, a lot of change all at once. And again, If I could go back in time and hire a me to say, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Please help me with my life. (laughs) I would have done it. I would have done it. Uh, But, you know, sometimes we we learn things the hard way and uh, the long way. And I did. I learned things the long way. All right. So fast forward. We we had our bumps There were difficult moments and times just trying to navigate being married, being in the big leagues. What is this life looking like? How am I doing the mom thing and trying to adjust? And there was a lot going on. So when Brock was three, our daughter Logan was born and it got even crazier. 
it was it was hard. I still was struggling with asking for help or, or really knowing even where to find help. I got better and better about asking for babysitters and uh, make I made, you know, a community for myself. And, you know, I'm a social person, but as a mom and you're you're so in the thick of it, it it's hard. It's hard to have a social life uh, and connect with people beyond you know, those random moments at the park or the library and (laughs) trying to have conversations over crying babies and giving them snacks and diaper changes and all that. So it's just, it's a hectic time. If you're a mama or a dad, you know, parenting is hard in itself, but I did so much of it alone. And uh, there's a lot of things I would have changed at the time. Now I look back and I've learned so much. So going through all of these changes all at once. And at this time, I still have not gone back to work. So I'm getting to the part of why coaching became my path when we went out for spring training in 2020. (laughs) I had taken my certification course and I was ready to go. And I, I knew it was a weird time because I still had young kids, but I had to do it. Coaching had been on my mind for a very long time. Even when I was doing fundraising and events, I kept being more interested in sitting down with people and learning about them and understanding their world and and hearing the stories of their lives and the things they had gone through. And I just kept going back to that. And once upon a time before I left California, I had truly considered going back to school um, and to graduate school and becoming a counselor. So the the health, you know, the mental wellness area was a very, you know, big interest of mine for many years. But the thing that did it that I kept thinking about before I finally took my my certification and made it happen, I'm getting there. I will bring you back to Arizona 2020 in just a moment, but I had heard from a friend back before Jeff and I got married. This, we were living in Springfield at the time, 2012. And I heard from a friend that she had met with this life coach who really helped her think about things differently. And um, it was something that was recommended to me like, hey, you're about to get married. Maybe it'd be cool for you guys to sit down with a life coach and do like a session together. And I was open to it, of course, loving the mental health world and um, coming from a place, you know, I'm someone who's seen a therapist in my past and I have a counselor now. I've always been so curious in that world, but coaching was new to me. I wanted to understand it and learn it more, but I was open to this. So anyways, Jeff and I sat down with this life coach. I don't even know if he remembers this as clearly as I do, but I loved his methods. I loved his questions. I loved his story. He himself was a therapist who fell in love with coaching and decided to make a change. And I was hooked. But it took me a really, really long time to finally come back to it and say, you know what, I could do this for me. So I happened to be in a position where I could start something new. I took my certification course in the winter of 2019 and I opened up my my business 
in February of 2020, I took my first clients while we were in Phoenix for spring training with the kids. Somehow we made it work and I started my business. So uh, as you know, because history isn't that far behind us, (laughs) the pandemic hits and Luckily, it was a virtual business and I was able to carry on and kind of steadily grow and there was a need. There was a really big need for a transition coach, someone who was trained and had been through some stuff <laughs> myself and and it worked out and I finally got to become a business owner, which was a huge dream of mine. And working in the wellness industry, also a huge dream of mine. And it worked with our life, even though it was still a bit chaotic with two young kids. But sometimes you got to do things even if it's messy. And that is what I did. I love understanding, learning, and helping people. I, I really have created... A life I'm very proud of. We have, my husband and I with our kids, we're very proud of what we've been through and what we've accomplished and what we've supported each other through. There are always going to be challenges and we go through our own transitions constantly throughout the year. It's still happening in live time. So I invite you to be a part of my world with this podcast and here's what is so special about what I get to do here. I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to prove that when you tend to your needs, things get better. And not only that, it's the sheer fact that you and I are human beings and our needs are normal. And so we'll dive into needy versus needs and wants versus needs. We'll do some myth busting. I'll do a little teaching. I will tell stories. Obviously, this was a long one to get us started, but to give you a glimpse of who I am and where I've come from, it felt it felt important. Now, I guess I'll end this today on a fun note. I'll throw out a few favorites. Maybe we have some things in common, right? I, I like bourbon (laughs) and I don't drink it with anything. I drink it neat or straight. I love to dance. I used to be a dancer. I love to travel. Uh, My favorite food is sushi and popcorn. I love popcorn too. And I am pretty obsessed with the dog breed Bernese Mountain Dogs. We will be bringing a Bernese Mountain Dog puppy home to join our family. Depending on when you're listening to this, we already have a dog. He could even be two by now. (laughs) But as I'm recording this, he's not here yet. We don't know his name, but he's joining our family. I'm so excited. I'm absolutely obsessed with this breed. So it's a dream of mine come true. That's another fun favorite about me. I hope you will join me. I will share my hours and hours of research as a coach learning about needs and understanding which ones especially get ignored that we can tune back into or tune into for the first time. Your needs are normal and welcome here.
and nice to meet you. Thank you so much for listening to Needy and Normal. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget to leave me a review so we can create a community together. For information about coaching, visit ablifecoaching.com. Until next week, take care.